This is Jensen, and you are listening to a Hint of Everything podcast. Welcome back to another episode. Happy Thursday. Today is not Thursday, but that's okay because if I recorded on Thursday, things would be a little frantic. But today we have a very special guest. And if not, this might be one of the most special guests that we will ever have on the podcast. She and I go way back. (laughs) She was actually there when I was born, believe it or not. Might I even say that she was the one who gave birth to me? I was. She was. This was. is It's my wonderful mother, Heather Smith. Tell the listeners who you are. I'm your mother. I'm that's the right. one that makes it all happen. She's the I, one that makes I, it I all make happen. the magic happen. Yeah, that's right. What, tell, tell us about yourself. Who, who are you? Who am I, really? How do you sleep at night? I don't know. That's an existential <laughs> question. I am Jensen's mother. Why do you want me to when do you like introduce yourself, do you say, yeah, hi, I'm Jensen's uh, mother? No, I say, hi, I'm Heather. I feel like if I met someone now, I would say, hi, I'm a flower farmer and I grow vegetables and yeah, I'm she obsessed is, she with is. sunshine. and She has a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> garden. She is a little obsessed with her garden. I am. And I'm 100%. 100%. And she's good at it though. She is a master gardener. I am a master Certified. gardener. Yes. She's she did a course. But I feel like I, I love it so much. Yeah. But that's not all she is. She's not just a gardener. And that that kind of goes into what we're going to talk about that, today. It's a, it's a good segue, <laughs> Thank Jensen. you. I didn't even, I just thought of that right now. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, she's not just a gardener. She is many, many things. The topic of today's episode is not picking a lane. And if you don't know what that means, we'll explain it in a little bit. But the reason why I chose to bring my mom on today because she is the master, not just the master gardener, but she's the master at not picking a lane. She is as authentic to herself as they come. And she's also probably one of the smartest people I know. Oh, such a compliment. I'm just saying, just saying how it is. But before we get into it, let's do our peach in our pit. Yes, let's yes. do it. Okay. What is your peach in your pit? If anybody's new here, oh, peach yeah, in the yeah, pit. Yeah. Also, if you're new here, welcome. 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 <laughs> We're so, and by we, I mean me, because I've never been on, but Yeah, we're so happy to have you. You know, it's funny when I, I write out the little introductions, yeah. or not the introductions, like the little explanations of the each episode, because like Apple Podcasts and Spotify, they'll have like the description of the episode, and I always say we. Mm. We, like me and the mouse in my pocket yeah. today talk about this, but <laughs> say that a lot. anyway, yeah, we here on, on Hint of Everything, we do a peach and pit every week, which is basically the highlight and the low light. Of your week. Yes. That's the best way to describe it. I would say the peach of my week. You know, it's easy when it's Thanksgiving week. I feel like there's so many peaches. It's, it's yeah. easy to pick. That's that's what I was thinking. I was like, I But I mean, peaches. if I would have to say, if I would have to say, and I would say, <laughs> that the highlight was oh, probably, it was fun to have Spencer, Jensen's older brother, Spencer, and his girlfriend, Natalie, came for... Thanksgiving and to spend some family time. We'd never met her. So that was really fun and exciting. And she's great. 
just just quality family time, which is my love language, quality time. So to yeah, me, words that was mean nothing fun. to her. Words mean nothing to me. So if you ever come across her, don't even bother giving her a compliment. <laughs> don't even... But you can if no, it's I'm about my kidding. garden. So that was the peach. I mean, family time, like quality family time. Yeah. And then the pit was. <laughs> you don't have to name any okay, names. I'm not going to name any names because this is my this is the hard part. As I asked Jensen ahead of time, how. Do you just keep people's names out of this because you don't know who's so, listening? Family names, um, I'm good with saying. We can, okay. like, Spencer and stuff. But I'm like, other people, I'm like, Oh, yeah. I don't know. Should I have not? Should I used a code? Code name? So the pit was that a family member that I was looking forward to spending time with just didn't show up. Yeah. Just didn't call, didn't text, didn't show up for Thanksgiving. And it was, it was, it was both weird and yeah. also weirdly expected I yeah guess. it wasn't it just, a shock it was just it a was little bit of a knife to the heart but I also just soldiered on we all have our cross to bear <laughs> it, was, it probably sounds dumb but in, in in context it was just a bummer it was just a bummer it was a pit it was a pit yeah it was a pit what about well, you well the peach that's what I, I kind of said like it's it's hard to pick one peach because obviously there's lots of good family time both sides it was really fun to see Spencer and meet Natalie and spend time with the babies. My brother, so I have two brothers. Little intro. If yeah. you don't know, if you're not, you know, if you don't know me personally, I have two older brothers and then I'm the youngest. I'm the only girl. The middle brother, Cooper, he's married and his wife's name is Rivers and they have identical twin baby girls that are just little angels. Mm, just little, little angels. perfect oh. angels. And we love them. They're the only grandchildren. And then there's Spencer, oldest. And then there's me and Cole. Well, me, but then Cole is mm-hmm. my betrothed. Yeah, he's an add-on. So, yeah, but we got to see. So whatever, if I ever reference the babies, that's what I'm talking about. So we got to spend good time with the babies. And we just got to, like, spend tons of good family time mm-hmm. this week. Even we had dinner. Cole and I went over and had dinner with Cooper and Rivers and then Spencer and Natalie. And it was just fun. But also, we had some yummy food at Thanksgiving. I had a really good salad. I love a good harvest salad with sweet potatoes and roasted savory sweet potatoes. I'm not a sweet potato casserole person. That's Mm-mm. not about that. That's weird. It's <laughs> just a weird tradition that people do. But another, oh, that, I just have too many peaches, but one peach is that I got a massage yesterday and that was freaking awesome. It was I just love, I love massages. They're great. The pit, the pit in my week was for sure. It was like two nights ago. I got really stressed because Cole is really stressed in school. He just has a lot to do and it's, his classes are overwhelming because he's in like chemistry and biology, but his chemistry class is online. So he's pretty much teaching himself chemistry, which chemistry in itself is hard. I'd imagine I've never taken it, but I know I've heard from many people that it's hard. And I can't even imagine trying to teach yourself online and he's just trying to get it done. And there's literally nothing I can do that can help him. I can't do his work. I can't like, help him learn it. Like there's no way I can help him in that way. And so it just stresses me out. So I had kind of an emotional breakdown the other night about it. Cause I was like, I feel like I can't help you, but I want to help you. And so that was, that was the pit. Just wasn't fun, but we moved on. We're being positive, but that was I feel like it's a, maybe a reoccurring pit. Yeah, that pit happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. I get a little stressed out. I'm a little bit of a stressor, but mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, well, let's get into the topic. The topic of the day, not picking a lane. So yes. how we're going to start off is I'm going to ask you a question. 
What is your definition of not picking a lane? Okay, so I feel like we started using that term a few years ago, do you yes. want to say? Yes. But we did, not, meaning you and me. You and I, yeah. yeah. But not not that it's, it's certainly not new. The concept is not new. Let's put it that way. When I think of not picking a lane, I think of not boxing yourself in or being your authentic self. I think it's very common with social media, especially with your generation, to feel like your little squares have to all have the same aesthetic. And like your little Instagram yeah, squares? Yeah, your little Instagram squares. Yeah. But it's that's not, that's not your real life. I mean, it is. It is a big part of your real life. But some people take that to the extreme. And you're going to talk about that in a few minutes. But being your authentic self to me is all facets of your personality, all taking everything that you've learned from your life and your like your talents that you've learned, kind of the gifts that you were born with, but also things that you're self-taught. And I was gonna say wrapping it all up with freedom, but that's like <laughs> such a family joke. <laughs> so it's really just that. It's, it's taking all facets of your personality and your your talents and abilities and things that you're interested in and all of that yeah. and not feeling like you have to be one thing or another. Do you want yeah. me to give an example? Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll give you a really good example. I can give some other, I, I can give you lots of really good examples, but the first example I'll give is probably the one that means the most to me. It's closest to my heart, which is I think, feel like when people find out I have a farm. We bought our farm five years ago and I always wanted property. It was always really important to me to have animals and grow my own food and preserve my own food that I grow and flowers like have always been important to me and like played into that too. But it took us like, well, 20 years from the time we moved to Utah to, to find our property, almost not quite 20 years. And a lot of my friends that had known me for a lot of years, like kind of made fun of me, specifically one friend who's known me for years and years. I would say she's probably known me for 35 years. A friend, don't, don't say the name. But... I'm not going to say the name and it's not who you're thinking. She, every time I see her still, which isn't very often, but she'll say, so, I mean, do you have cows and do you have this? And are you out mucking the stalls? And I, I, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I don't have cows, but, um, well, not if that's a whole you other should. story. I should, but we're yeah. Some gifts are always. I was given. I was technically given cows for my birthday a year ago, but they they never materialized. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to put it. I was given a really cute picture of cows and promised cows, but now it's probably actually it's a good thing that good we thing. haven't gotten it's a blessing them. in disguise it is a blessing, blessing in disguise, in disguise. It's, it's actually fine i yeah i don't feel bad about it because now we're ripping up the pasture to plant thousands and thousands and thousands of, of flowers so i just i always i always wanted that that was a part of sort of that was on my heart my whole life that i wanted property i i i thought being a farmer was like the coolest thing i have a tractor like it's legit. Like I feel like I'm a legit farmer, but I also love fashion. Like I love Gucci and I love Valentino and I love Louis Vuitton and I love to go to New York and dress up and go to these amazing stores and I just love it. And I think some people would look at that and say, pick a lane. You can either love high fashion and love to get dressed up and love to spend a lot of money on a handbag, 
or you can be a flower farmer or a vegetable farmer or whatever. And I don't know why you have to choose between the two. You don't. You don't. And that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. They're both loves of, like, I, I love both of them. I'm passionate about both of those things. I'm passionate about a lot of stuff. But I just feel like you don't have to choose. You can be whatever you want to be. That sounds like something yeah. I would have told you when you were a little kid. But yeah. I think it's true. Like, don't don't worry about what other people think of you. Just worry about, you know, being a good person and, yeah. and all that. Yeah. Like, to me... Not picking a lane means not limiting yourself and being, like you said, authentic to who you are. And oftentimes I think we label ourselves as one thing. Like I used to label myself as a dancer or people label themselves as a gardener or people label themselves as somebody who loves to be outdoors. Like I'm an outdoorsy person or I'm a chef or Mm -hmm. I'm a gourmet chef or these things. And then we end up putting ourselves in a box and just kind of putting ourselves in the box of that one thing. And then doing this like inhibits our ability to be who we want to be and then to do what we want to do. And then we'll only do the things that will fit into that box. And it's not like the the box things are necessarily like a bad thing. Like being a gardener isn't no, a bad thing. No. Or being a dancer is a bad thing or whatever. But when you only do things that kind of contribute to that one box or will be within the limits of that box, then you're limiting yourself and you're not, I don't know, I don't feel as happy when I'm being as authentic and doing all the things that I want to do because I'm limiting myself. I think sometimes that's how we learn. We learn things about ourselves or we learn things that we like to do that we Mm -hmm. might not necessarily know that we're either good at or that we just really like to do. Maybe we're not good at it. We just really like to do it because we limit ourselves. Like we say, I only eat at certain restaurants. I only travel to certain places. I don't like travel. Whatever it is, I think you can love to be a homebody and love nothing better on a Friday night than to stay home and, you know, have soup and hang out. But you can love to travel the world, too. Yeah. You don't you don't have to put yourself in a box and do one or the other. And I think, too, the more that we experience these things, the the more full of a person that we become, too. Yeah. The more and interesting of a yeah, person int- that's that what we I think. become. Be, you are way more of an interesting person. Yeah, I think so. And, yeah, I think it comes down to just being yourself and not caring what other people think and not caring, what, like, if other people are going to judge you for it. Right. Something that I was thinking about when we were talking about this is when I was in high school, I was a lane picker. I was a single lane. <laughs> I was a single lane picker. The slow lane? Or the fast lane? <laughs> the, the super fast lane. Yeah. And all I wanted to be... I remember in high school, I just wanted to be this like outdoor, outdoorsy, hiking, rock climbing, cool girl. And to be fair, I do love being outside. I love to be outside. I love to go hiking and I do love to go rock climbing. And I do love to be outside. I love to go camping, like all these things. But that's not the only, I guess, concept of my personality. That's not the only thing that I am. But I kind of labeled myself as that and I that's all I wanted to be. And... I just limited myself and I limited the people that I wanted to be friends with. Like I would be like, well, I don't want to be necessarily Mm -hmm. friends, get really close to all these people because they're not super outdoorsy, cool people. Or I didn't want to, I didn't even listen to the music I necessarily always wanted to listen to because it didn't fit that certain outdoorsy rock climber, cool girl aesthetic. Like there was times when I'd hear a song on the radio. I think probably like Shake It Off by Taylor Mm -hmm. Swift. I think it was Shake It Off, like when that came, I think that came out when I was in high school and I loved to listen to it, but I didn't want any of my friends to know. I'd only listen to it like in the private of my own room because I was like, I don't want anybody to know that I'm listening to this because it does, it's not Lord Haran mm-hmm. or 
Yeah. I don't know. All these like cool, like hip bands, you know? And I don't know. It's, it's so, it seems so silly, but I was like so into it back then. And I think people still do limit themselves because they Mm -hmm. want to fit a certain aesthetic, but it's like, makes you more of an interesting person. If you do cross over into all different lanes, metaphorically, Mm -hmm. (laughs) carefully, carefully blinker on, but yeah, that's, that's kind of an example. Well, and I think too, like when you were saying that it made me think about, and I haven't thought about this in a really long time that when we moved to park city. So when we moved to Utah from California, I hadn't lived anywhere really. I mean, I went to school up here in Utah for a year, two years, but I hadn't lived anywhere and we loved park city. We decided to build our house in park city, raise the kids there. But I remember when we moved after a few years, I thought this is different than what I thought it was going to be. The people were different than what I thought it was going to be. It was a ton of families. It was great. We, we were loving it, but I remember going to school, you know, taking you guys to school and everyone had SUVs. Everybody, you know, all the moms had ponytails. They were all getting ready to go to the gym. Everyone kind of like looked the same, but everybody, it, they were, it was very, a very outdoorsy group. And while I love the outdoors and I love to be outside in the sunshine, I would say I'm more of like an old lady, like an old English lady gardener than I am like a, a mountain climber outdoorsy person and that's kind of what it was like I used to always say I don't fit in because I don't have enough fleece like I I remember buying fleece stuff like fleece jackets and this like now you would call it like tactical pants and and all weather gear and stuff like that because I thought well this is what you do when you move to Park City like you buy a Suburban and you 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 wear certain clothes and and then after a while I, I thought why like that's not who I am I love fashion and I love and I don't really like fleece and I I just don't like it it's recycled plastic like I don't think I hate recycling (laughs) I hate the earth I love the earth and I love recycling but I don't want to wear it yeah so I just and I just remember everybody would drive around all year with like canoes and kayaks on the top of their cars and I was like that is so weird and so I see I love that that's the funny thing that's great that's great that you do but I didn't and I think I tried to kind of put myself in that lane and then I just broke free and I thought you know what I'm gonna be who I'm gonna be and I think you know that's when you become your authentic self yeah I think if it makes you happy who cares if if it doesn't fit into a certain box and if you like to dress a certain way this is like a different thing if you would like to dress a certain way like a certain style, but then mm-hmm. you find something that's totally yeah. not with your style, but you super love it. I feel like there's been times I'm like, oh, this just isn't my style, but I really like it. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm going to buy it because it's like nobody would expect me to wear this. It would be kind of weird if I wore this, but that's I love it. Saying. Like, who cares? But I'm you're putting gonna... yourself in a lane with your clothes when you do that. Yeah, exactly. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, but when do, you're not do you trying... walk in my closet and go, this is so you? This is so you? And every once in a while, you're yeah. like, where did that come from yeah no, that's fun though it makes you more of an interesting exactly. person yeah but yes yeah I feel like the saying I always think of stands the test of time is those who matter don't mind and those who mind don't matter just because people in your life that really do care about you aren't going to care if you do something I don't know different or something that it's hard because it shouldn't matter it shouldn't matter it shouldn't matter yeah I have a good example of that okay so I'm not going to use names but they're they both passed away, so I don't think anyone's going to care. But my father-in-law 
was an orthopedic surgeon and was raised in Oklahoma, like farm boy, very, very frugal parents, like very, very, very frugal. They didn't have any money and his mom worked a second job to get him through medical school. So he wasn't raised with you know, a lot of wealth or anything like that. Did they pay for his medical school? Mm-hmm. They paid for they his did. medical school. They did. His mom did, which is amazing crazy. to think about. But, um, and, you know, they made up, my in-laws made a lot of sacrifices to, you know, when they raised their family and, and he wasn't, he wasn't a spender by any means. But at one point in his career, when he had been a surgeon for a long time, like years and years this is, and years, this is your father-in-law. my father-in-law, your grandfather, he went out and bought a new Cadillac. He wanted what? a Cadillac. And I think he was probably in his 40s or 50s. No way. Yeah. And he drove it home. And my mother-in-law made him take it back. No way. Because she said, what would people think? <gasps> and thinking about no it way. breaks my heart. Because, and I mean, I wasn't there. I didn't experience. I just heard it later. But to me, that is quintessential worrying more about what people think. Now... Was this going to put them in the poorhouse? No. Did this mean that their kids, you know, couldn't eat the next week? No. That's not what we're talking about here. We're yeah. not talking about spending money that you don't have or having luxury items to show off to other people. Yeah. That's not what this is about. He had worked so hard his whole life. He had come from nothing and he wanted a new Cadillac. <laughs> That's crazy. And she made him take it back because what would people think? And I've always thought about that because I thought, you know what? Who cares what people think? Yeah. So we're not saying we want to hurt people's feelings. We're not saying we don't care what people think. As like, I'm going to do whatever I want. No, no consequences. Who cares if it no, hurts other people? No, not at all. It's not that at all. It's not worrying what people think of how you live your life, how you choose to dress or your, your hobbies or things like that. What you name your yeah. kids. How you cut your hair. Yeah. Things like that. Things that make you just happy, not worrying what other people are going to think. Yeah. I I wanted to talk a little bit about, like, something that needs to be said is not caring about what other people think is different than not caring about how it affects other people or how it makes other people feel. You, I don't know. You have to, you just have to, like, be mindful of how other people are feeling, but not care if other people are going to judge you. Yeah. It's not like, just do what you want to do, what makes you happy. Despite if you think that other people are going to judge you or think that you're weird or think that what like, yeah, your choices, your choices, not maybe what their choices would be. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to do what you think, what you feel is right as well. Yes, for sure. And then not care if people are going to judge. I don't know what it is. I feel like it's human nature that sometimes we want to put each other in a box and I don't know what that means. Meaning we want to be able to give people boundaries so that we can understand their behavior or something. That's a very pop psychology way of looking at it. But yeah. I think back to my friend that I said that was like, has made fun of me for five years for yeah. being a farmer and, you know, wanting animals and wanting to, you know, clean up chicken poop. Not that I want to, yeah. but it's not that big of a deal. But yeah. then I'm like, okay, then I'm going to go in and shower and get ready and put on my Gucci tennis shoes and go have a nice lunch with girlfriends. Like to me, that's not weird at all. Yeah. But she so badly wants to put me in a box because to her, she's thinking, or what she said is, well, that's not, I never heard that. I never heard that you wanted to do this. I never, I never knew that this was part of your personality. This seems so strange. And I'm like, if you really knew me, you would know this is not strange at all. This is something I've wanted my whole life. This is something that's been important to me my whole life. 
it's, so. Yeah, it's funny because I was I was on the plane. We were flying to Vegas two weeks ago. I was sitting next to this guy on the plane, and we were having this whole conversation about I don't even know. I can't even remember what we were talking about. He was talking about like his life and his life path, and we were talking about being. We were talking about like being authentic and doing kind of what you want to do and just pursuing your passions no matter what other people think. And something that he said was the biggest issue that people have are when people are the most unhappy is when they let other people tell them who they are. So it's like when you let other people tell you who mm-hmm. you are. And I think it's a dangerous game because the only person that can really control your own happiness in your own life is you. And people like you are only as happy as you make up your mind to be. Like if you, if you tell yourself that you're not happy, you're not going to be happy. If you tell yourself you want to do something, even if you don't want to do it, you're going to do that thing. So it's like, don't let other people tell you who you are or what you're going to do. You just have to kind of look within yourself and see. Don't, don't let it limit you either. Yeah, don't let it limit you. You know, we're not talking about, you know, if your parents tell you not to jump off a cliff, you're going to jump off a cliff when you're a teenager. We're not talking about that. Yeah. We're talking about don't let other people's expectations limit you. Yeah. Because I think that's when you're, you're, you're happiest is when you kind of go beyond, go outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I have another one. Here's another. If you don't understand what we're talking about by picking a lane at this point in the podcast. Yeah. Let's drive the nail let's in Let's really deeper. drive it. Actually, I have two really good examples. Okay. Let's hear Lest you think that I am super into. Lest you think. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's like a very old English. See, I'm like the old English, like lady, grandma lady out. Yeah. Gardening. Lady. <laughs> I, that's going to be so fun when I'm like 90 and I'm out there in my house coat. But anyway, lest you think that all I care about is fashion and gardening. That's not true. But here's a good example. I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell both. So the first one is being frugal with your money is really, really a good quality. It's, it's something that I look up to in people because I am, I'm not the best at it. I, I have to admit. And my husband would say, not only am I not the best at it, I'm not even in the top 30% of it, but I have to say that there are certain things I'm really frugal about. Like washing out Ziploc bags yes, and reusing okay. them. Yes, I'm going to admit that right now. You used to make fun of me for doing that. I did. Because I, I I, just, I've done I that before. Like, this is plastic. Like there's not much of a difference between a plastic throwaway Tupperware. Yeah or okay, whatever you call it, like a, a to-go container, whatever, okay, Tupperware's a brand. We're not sponsored by Tupperware. Yeah, um, we aren't. <laughs> anyway, um, there's not much of a difference between the thickness in plastic yeah. between the two. If you're just putting bread in it, you well, can rinse it out. Well, a lot of times, okay, this is where it came about, was we freeze bananas because I hate bananas, but I like them in my smoothies. So we would freeze bananas, and then we would be at the end of the... The banana frozen bag, they'd be gone, but then we would bring more from the grocery store and cut them up. Why should I throw that bag away? It's perfectly fine. Yeah, all it has is Anyway, same bananas. thing with kale from the garden, whatever. So sometimes I'm really frugal. And recently, my husband bought a new blender because our blender was on its last leg. And I thought it worked perfectly fine. Except it was broken. Except it was You had to broken. hold it down and then you had to... Hold, hold no, the lid down, and then you had to like make sure it didn't wobble, anyway, and then it would get stuck to the yeah, base. It, but it, it was know. on its last leg. Yeah. But I was like, it was a workhorse, not. Though. It was a workhorse. It would, go. and I think that that was part of it. Is I was like, You're this proud blender of it. and I have been through a lot together. <laughs> yeah, we use a blender multiple times a day, 
And so I just felt like it was, I don't know. I did not want to go get a new blender. This one was perfectly fine. So he brought home the exact same one, brand new, and it sat on the counter in a box for two weeks because I was not about to use it until this one died. But then I ended up gifting the old one to my son, and so I felt better about it. So I can be frugal, but that's their story is you can be really, really frugal, but then you can like to buy, pay full price for like a really nice pair of shoes or something. Mm -hmm. So the other one is about picking a lane, just in case we're gonna drive it home. This is the story that's gonna drive it home. My cousin is a really talented chef. He's he's cooked for a lot of famous people. Some of the real he's housewives done. of Salt Lake. Yeah, City. he's. I'm not gonna name names if you're out there and you know who you are. He is a beloved cousin of mine. I love him like I gave birth to him. Like I love him. But I'll never forget that I was coming out probably 10 years ago. I was coming out of a restaurant and I turned around and I saw him walking out of Panda Express. And I was like, what are you doing? He goes, sometimes you just got a hankering for Panda. And I thought, you know what? That's okay, I guess. Here he eats amazing food. And people pay him a lot of money to cook amazing food for them. But he's right. Sometimes you just have a hankering for Panda Express. Yeah. So I think... And who cares? Yeah. And don't let the haters get you down. That that sounded like a Taylor Swift song. Yeah, that sounded like a Taylor Swift song. But that is. that's that's, Don't let the haters get you down. If you like certain things and you're... It doesn't it doesn't match your aesthetic. Who cares if it matches your aesthetic? It makes you more interesting. It makes you an interesting person. It does. Yeah. Okay, well, the last question to kind of wrap things up that I wanted to ask you. Well, I wanted to ask you what is one thing you think everyone your age needs to hear right now? And then what's one thing you think everyone my age needs to hear? But I feel like you can kind of wrap this all up with freedom. Yeah, you're going to wrap it all up into one. Should I, should I say, should I explain what that is? <sighs> Not really. No, no. Okay. We say that a lot. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think I maybe just wrap it all up into one though. Like, what okay. do you think that... What's one thing that everybody, like every person in society needs to hear right now? About picking a lane or not? No, no, just no. Just about anything. Life. What's your life <sighs> advice? Because your life advice is, really? I feel like it's gold to me. Really? Really. Oh, that's so nice. If I... I know words mean nothing to you. If, I, <laughs> if words are of affirmation were my love language, that would mean a lot yeah, to me. But I know. It, that, that was garbage to you. Go, go clean the bathroom yeah. and then it'll mean a lot. Yeah. Or spend, have lunch. Or spend quality time. Yeah. Because I already said quality time and, but my other one is acts of service. That's really important to me. Advice. If I could give any advice. Okay. Well, I have to, it's got to be a little different. Can it, can it be a little different for people my age and people? Okay. Yeah. So I am of the age where I'm at the half century mark. Let's put it that way. Is that fair to say? That makes it kind of. I'm 51. I'm not afraid to admit it. But she looks. I'm so hot. Thank you. She does. It's all my friends are always like, man, Jensen, your mom is just beautiful. Like oh, that's she, I, and I'm, I'm not even, my friends like you more than they like me. I swear. No, they yeah, don't. No, but they, thank you. Yeah. Hi, all Jensen's friends. I love you so much. Yeah. So if I could give any advice to people my age, it would be, how do I put this? To give yourself grace as you are parenting your adult children. Because I think that it's, it's really for one thing, one, it's hard. It's hard to be the parent of adult children. And it's something that my, my peers and I talk about a lot. 
Are you done parenting? Are you not done parenting? Do you have any advice to give? Do you not have anything to offer? But I think give yourself the grace that you know what you're doing, you got this. Do the exact same thing you've been doing since they were toddlers. Be the parent that they need you to be and give yourself the grace that you're, you're doing the right thing and continue to be their parent. Just because kids turn 18 or 20 or 25 doesn't mean you're not their parent anymore. So continue to be their parent is what is the advice I would give to people my age. <sighs> to your generation, that's hard. I feel like I have so much advice. <laughs> and I have I so many things so much wrong. that I feel like I tell you and all your friends yeah. and your brothers. And I think a lot of what we're talking about today is timely. I think it's important when you're in your 20s to... Or before um, your twenties, when you're in your teens, when you're in your when you're in your teens, your your youth to celebrate what makes you unique, to embrace your talents and abilities, and it's always been really important to me to explore my talents, to be self-taught. When I was twelve years old, I didn't think I was talented at all. I really, really, truly didn't believe I had any talents. And my mom said, you're really good at cleaning the bathrooms. And I was like, woohoo, I got a talent. But I kind of took that and ran with it. And I just, you know, I felt like the more I read and the more I studied and the more I, you know, used my talents, the more talents I was given. And so I think to, to teenagers and to 20 year olds, I would say, celebrate that. And, and even if it's the smallest thing, what could be more insignificant of a talent than being a good bathroom cleaner? I don't think there's anything more insignificant. I really don't. But take that. And if you want to learn to sew, if you want to learn to another language, if you want to be a good listener, if you want all, all these things, all these gifts and abilities you see in others. It's like everybody has talents. Everybody has talents. And it's like, you just have to, it's funny. I was listening to a Ted talk like a couple days ago and the lady that was speaking she she said you're already different from everybody else around you your job in life is to find out what you're good at and use it to make the world a better place yeah and one of the questions that she asked that i loved she said your life is a message to the world what are you saying i love that yeah i love that and i think you know when you say or your friends say to me because you do you do say this a lot and your friends do say you're so talented your mom's so talented i that's so sweet and I appreciate that and I hope I say thank you enough because I do appreciate it but what I always feel like saying is but I've worked really hard and I feel like a lot of this is self-taught none of this I mean maybe I came to earth with this but I didn't I didn't know it yeah I didn't find some of these things until I was in my 20s 30s 40s 50s and I think that that's it's invaluable I wish I would have maybe recognized that when I was a little bit younger yeah. And embraced it and, and embraced, you know, what made me different from my family, my brothers, my mom, my friends, because we all have different talents. It's amazing how we all fit together and that we can appreciate each other's talents because I don't think I have a lot of friends just like me, you know. You're not musically talented. Oh, my gosh. I am not at all. And that, you know what, I think that's the other thing too is embrace what you have and recognize what you don't. I'm only saying that because it's a joke because she had a boyfriend say that to her when she was... Oh, he broke up with me because he said that I didn't have any talents. No, he didn't say musically talented. I was like 19 years old and he, he broke up with me because he said I wasn't talented and that motivated me. Yeah. That was a good motivator. And I don't... 
I don't ever really think about it anymore, but I probably did for about five years. Yeah. So I think just, you know, celebrate and embrace who you are and, and, and always be looking for more talents because the more that you try to push yourself and learn and help others learn and grow with their talents, the more talents you'll be given. And I think it just makes the world a better place. Yeah. That's beautiful. Really? Yes. Your advice is so good. Oh my gosh. You're not even looking at notes. Everything I say, I'm like, whoa, I got to look at notes or else I'm going to forget. Yeah. No notes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's pretty much everything we're going to talk about today. So thank you for listening. Thank you everybody that has taken the time to listen to this. If you enjoyed this, share it on social media, share it with friends, share it with your family if you think it'll help them. Or if you just enjoyed it, it'd make me feel very happy if you shared it. Also, don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to the podcast so you can be notified every Thursday when a new episode comes out. Yes. And other than that, oh, at the end of the the podcast, I say, there's your hint of everything. Now, I say that for like the last couple of months. But dad would say... Here's your little, little bit of a little bit of every, how's your little bit of everything podcast yeah. going, Jensen? Well, that's okay. He's got most of it right. He got most of it. Yeah, so we'll say it together. Okay, ready? Okay. There's your hint, hint of, of everything. everything. Okay, see ya. Ooh.